This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you through Patreon and Coffee.com. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Libris Arcana. Stay tuned during this podcast for more information and promo codes. We start off with Leo, the half-elf, in a city. This is not like any other city we have heard of within Swordfall. This is a very large city. Not as large as the city Swordfall, but pretty close. It has many, many crooked streets, and it's almost maze-like. The buildings are built like boxes. With no walls that are angled toward the sun, many buildings look like they have been made into terraces where other buildings and even streets have been built on top of them. All the buildings have slender doorways and slender windows, which can be shut tightly with wooden weather-beaten storm shutters. And also there are other than that, there's no other wood on the exterior of the houses. In this city, there are two towers. One is much further away from you, and it is grand and it shines in the sun. It is colored a light blue and it has many gilded statues and other decorations on it. The other tower that's in the city is much closer to you. It looks like it's in disrepair. Even from this distance where you're at, you can tell the interior is not lidded. It looks like a husk. Just something that was alive once. All the motifs on the outside, they're getting peeled away by the wind. Looks like the statues have fallen over time. Even the plaster on the tower is bleached. Well, it's bleached where it's still holding on. And you can see the bare clay and brick that made the tower. As I said, you are in the park town, closest to the old tower. All the structures here aren't as terraced, aren't as stacked as the other parts of town. Um, usually the highest the stacks of buildings will go is only about two different building heights. Not too bad. Unlike this, the city that you can see further away, this is not plastered. It is not painted white. Everything's a dark reddish or a light brown. It seems like a lot of the walls have exposed clay and brick. Though it is lively. There are people sitting in the shadows enjoying the 
mid-morning sun. There are children out in the streets. They are playing some kind of sport, like football, or what most people call soccer. Uh, give me... Huh. Let's do the first check of the night. Let's make it a his history first. For me? Yep, for you. 14. All right. Give you some information for that. You know, you are in the kingdom of Orzag. So, this is a country, or a kingdom, where each city is independent of each other. Each city and the surrounding farmlands around it are ruled by one or several wizard families. This is depending on how big the city is. You, Leo, are here because you have heard rumors that there is an old blacksmith who knows an ancient craft that is almost lost to time. Also, there's been some moral quandaries and some treaties which have stopped the practice of what this blacksmith has been doing. And uh, since Orzak doesn't really regulate or have any moral qualms about uh, most magical practices, most wizards get to do what they want, including enslaving people and doing magic experiments and a few other nasty things when somebody has total freedom of doing whatever they want. So it's rumored that this particular blacksmith knows techniques to warforges. And since you're part of the Daenerys Blacksmith Guild, you know that if these rumors are true, these techniques would be super valuable. And also very useful, and they're lost arts, so, you know, knowing and documenting them could be important to something in the future. So, Leo, how do you track down this person? Well, um, it starts either by going to the market district or the or an inn where we could ask questions about where we could find smiths in town. Alright, um Yeah, I'm gonna say give me a survival check. Let's see what the dice say. And uh let's see how good you are at navigating. Yeah. It's easy enough to find an inn. Um you know it's it's not like the it's this is nothing like anything from uh, uh, Daenerys or uh, any of the elven towns all the way to the east. These are simple structures being held together. Like you see a lot of steel beams at least, but that's that's some of the signs of the well, few signs of industrial industrialization that you've seen. Um, inside, it's a simple room. It has a lot of wooden tables that look like they have been here since the building has been built. The 
bar is simple. It looks like someone basically took a piece of wood, shaped it into a counter shape, and then just stuck it. And um, the bartender is doing the traditional bartender thing of taking his glass, taking a rag, and cleaning whatever glass he has or has to clean. All right. Are there many pe many people in the inn? Um, at this time of day, let's say that it's about like early morning. Um, there's people who are probably just getting up for the day. Uh, this part of the inn, the bar part or the eatery part, uh, doesn't have many people in it yet. It looks like things are just starting up. All right, I'm gonna go sit at a stool at the bar and uh, ask for breakfast. We're gonna pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. Libris Arcana. Do you like role-playing games, but you have no dice? Are you a dice dragon and just need a horde dice? Libris Arcana has you covered. Libris Arcana offers both a monthly and quarterly subscription to get dice. Yeah, that's right. They send you dice monthly or every three months. They also sell individual dice sets and great leather protective book covers for your gaming manuals. Go to www.librisarcana.com. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A.com to find out more. And if you use the promo code SWORDFALLFAN, you get a discount. Look in the description below for more details. And now back to the story. Um, the bartender is an elf. Uh, yeah, he's an elf. And uh, he looks at you, gives you a nod, you ask for breakfast. And um, one of the servers comes up to him. They have a brief conversation. It's nothing spectacular or grand. It's just, this man needs breakfast. Go to the kitchen. And uh, give, me, give me a perception check. Perception, right? Yep, perception, 22. That is a very good perception check. So you notice that these people in the bar, or who are in the bar, who are serving, and even the bartender himself, uh, seem to be seem to all have anklets on that are tight around their ankles, and um, hmm, slavery's legal. Here, right? Yes, slavery is legal here. Uh, uh, give me an arcana check really quickly to see if you can recognize these things. 
Yeah, you you've been warned that these people they're not here by choice. Uh they're probably underneath one of the ruling wizard families. Um and since this looks like a t- tougher neighborhood, they're probably forced to be here to get money for their master. And um if they leave the grounds, something terrible might happen. All right. Um once uh, one of them is back with my breakfast, I uh, turn to the innkeeper and uh, ask him, um, I just arrived in town. Uh, could you point me to the to a couple of smith? I think I need to uh, have my armor checked. An ar- armor smith? Yes, uh, there's there's one in in this district. Um, he's grouchy. I mean, there's there's maybe about two or three out of, out of this district. I mean, um, why 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 here? It's where the road led me, and I'm looking for a particular smith. Oh, um, if you go down the alley to the right of this place, and there's a courtyard, and it opens up, um, the, um, they look at a device on the wall, uh, which might be telling, well, no, you would know, it's telling time, and, uh, they think for a moment, probably by the time you're done with the breakfast, he will be there. All right. Thank you. And I start eating. And um, you start eating. More people start waking up. Uh, there are some hooded figures with um, a snake symbol on them. There are a few just like mercenary types. Uh, you can kind of tell being, you know, a traveler and a wanderer yourself. You know that, you know, these are probably people who will, you can hire for protection. Um, and it looks like uh, some of these are actually with an escort uh, because they're Escort is a little bit cleaner, has a little bit of fighter clothes, and um, looks a little sheepish. But they got they got men, so they're not like totally terrified. The breakfast is pretty good. Um, it some kind of local bird egg, some kind of sausage. I mean, it's 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 a quaint breakfast. It's not like extravagant, but you can tell for this in this area that it's it's a good one all right um when i'm almost done um i'll uh well when i'm done uh-huh. i'll uh push my plate uh, over uh, to the other side of the countertop and uh, 
thank the elf and tell him my compliment to the chef. To the chef, this was quite good. Uh, they look super happy about the compliment, and um, things start. You know, everyone starts waking up. As I said, um, more people start getting breakfast. It starts getting a little bit louder. Uh, conversations start up, and you hear a few, a few things here and there. Uh, would you try to be eavesdropping at all, or are you just minding your own business? A bit, but not like turning towards them. Just see if I can catch thing over the ambient noise. I um, let's see. I had a twenty-two perception. Let's let's just keep rolling with that. That's a good perception. Uh, so you do end up hearing uh two ladies talking about an armor smith. Um, one. Yeah, they just came in. They're having breakfast, and uh, one is kind of complaining that uh, you know, she's been working for this armor smith for a little bit, and um, you know, it's it's good money. It's keeping her fed, but she, the man's difficult, to say the least. All right. Mm. I'll look over to her and see what she looks like. Um, well, she's a tiefling. Uh, she is young. And um, she... It, I, she's not your typical, like, red-skinned tiefling. She's, like very light skin, almost white. And uh she has just some elegant horns. She's she's really pretty. And um other than that, she she doesn't look too amazing. I mean, uh she has the clothes of um the clothes that someone who who is like a messenger would wear. Um, she's not high class or anything, but it's, it's, uh, you know, she's decent looking. And, uh, the friend she's with is a human, um, she's a little bit stranger. Uh, she has, um, black hair, but it has some off-colored stripes in it, like a deep auburn. And uh, she's... This human's dressed um, about the same class or same social situation, but is a little bit more put together, a little bit more sure of herself. Um, her eyes aren't darting along... Uh, darting back and forth like the tiefling. The tiefling looks like she is probably just new to the area.
This podcast is powered by listeners like you. Thanks. Please like, comment, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you can. Consider supporting us through Patreon, Coffee.com, or by hitting the listener support button on our Anchor.fm page. Follow and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. For all these links, look in the description below. If you liked our podcast, consider listening to these other great podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurous Four, renowned across the land. Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes a fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh, oh my god! Gosh! Can, can Hugo jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? Yeah. Uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you ask that. D20 business. What if I rolled a one? What if I told you I would just rolled a one? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won. Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast.